0: That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, what up guys? Welcome to episode four of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, Quincy Marroquois. I am currently doing my best to do a live every Thursday at 6 p.m pacific standard time and the show is ask a soccer pro and what does that mean that means this is your chance and opportunity to ask a soccer pro any and all of your questions if you haven't already so uh i will be on here for like 20 30 minutes answering all your questions so go ahead and drop any questions that you have below and i will get to answering i'm both on my personal account uh, live, so thanks for joining me. And I'm over here on the Perfect Soccer account as well too. What up, Jan Blacks, Jordan Alves, Tyler, welcome, Brian, welcome. And then on mine, uh, 408 Gabriel, uh, what's up, Seba, Spam, Troy, girls, what's going on? Talked to you guys earlier. Looking forward to doing that live with you guys. Um, Tonio, what's up? So, like I said, guys, I get on live at least once a week. On, Usually I'm over on the Perfect Soccer account, but I knew a lot more people would be joining on the live on my personal account today, so a shout out to everyone there. Uh, moving forward, I'll definitely be going live much more often over on the Perfect Soccer account, so if you're not following at Perfect underscore Soccer over on IG and having your push, not- push notifications turned on, you're going to be missing out because Ross is over there dropping knowledge on the account daily, and I'm g- dropping knowledge weekly, so... Like everybody's joining in. Like I said, let me know where you're from, where you're watching in from. Drop that in the comments below. Also drop some questions that you guys got and I will start jumping into questions here in just a second. Um, bence what's up? Uh, let's see what else we got. K9ampton, what's going on? Edgar, welcome. Minnesota, how you doing? Jack, what up? And guys, if you haven't already before I jump into it, any and all of the questions I usually answer in live, I have already answered in my book, The Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint. Find a copy of it. I sh- I'll go find a copy of it in a minute. But The Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, Master 9 Key Soccer Success, and you can get your very own free copy, downloaded digitally, at perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. So I know a lot of you guys tend to ask questions on the live. I try to get to as many as I possibly can, and you know, I Talk as fast as I possibly can so I can get to everybody. But if I don't answer your question or you're watching the live replay over on YouTube or on my account or the Perfect Soccer account, make sure you head over to perfectsoccerskills.com book and get on the list and download yourself a free copy of the book because I answer all those questions there. And if I don't, guess what? You get the book. You also get access to my private Facebook community where I make sure I answer all the questions that you have that I don't already answer in the book. So if you want access to the free Facebook community and that free book, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com book, let's get into it. So I'm gonna start going through and looking at some of the questions that we've got. So uh, Antonio13 said, hey bro, go to Orlando to give some challenge to Dwyer. Hey, if they'll ha- uh, most of you guys know I'm, uh, I'm currently a free agent and I'm in talks with a couple teams, so we'll see where I end up going. And earlier on my story yesterday, I dropped Quinspiracy. I should have had my tinfoil hat so you guys can check it out. But if you haven't looked at that, go on my uh, go on my story, check out uh, hashtag Quinspiracy. You can see how all the dots are just connecting. It's making a lot more sense as things are going on. But, uh, yeah, no, I'd be down for that. Let's see. Um... Seba said what's the team move we'll see we're talking to a couple uh there's a couple interested parties both in m l s and overseas so you guys know me i i go i go where I see opportunity and where i'm wanted and i'm i'm looking forward to playing next year so we'll see where i where I end up um let's see let's see how uh seba said how to shoot like a pro well the best way honestly the best way to shoot like a pro is to Practice repeatedly over and over and over again. So, a big mistake that most players make is they think that there's some special trick or one time, one thing says, you know what I mean, one special little thing that you can do that's going to make you an amazing shooter, or amazing passer, or amazing dribbler, or whatever. And that's just not true. Pretty much the only thing that's going to uh, improve your level is getting the reps in. And it's usually monotonous, super basic drills and tasks over and over and over again that's how you get better and there's no there's no avoiding the work there's no special like there's no there's nothing special to it and I think that's the reason why most people don't end up do- and um, that's really what we like to speak to and what we speak a lot to you over on the perfect soccer account because we we just I I, I give you guys the information the way I wish I would where's the best way I give you the information the way that I would give myself Information if the roles were reversed so if I was a young player coming up And I could speak to myself. I'd want to make sure I'm telling myself the truth So I'm giving myself the the highest percentage chance of being successful at whatever level I want to play and uh, That's what we do on the perfect soccer account And that's why you probably don't see too much of the the razzle dazzle and all the flashy stuff But that's because we actually want to give you stuff. That's going to make you a better player That's going to improve your your mindset both on and off the field, which is going to give you opportunities to play at whatever level it is you want to play at. So let's see. This is a good question, though. Um, yeah, if you guys are just joining in, this is the Ask a Soccer Pro Show episode. I think we're on number four now. I'm 10-year MLS Pro Quincy Marroquois, and I hop on here and I answer your questions on live weekly. So if you got questions, go ahead and drop them in the comments below. And guys, you know, also drop in and let me know where you're calling in from. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you calling from? Um, let's see. Can you help me do my math homework? I could, but uh, I, I probably wouldn't be much of a help. It's I've, it's been a while since I've I've been in math class. Um, JH soccer fanatic. Yo, what's going on? Uh, Asang Asangam. Sorry, I know I'm saying your name wrong. Thank you for the email reply. No problem, man. Um, Thanks for sending all that stuff over. Happy, happy to help out uh the best. Uh help out the best I can. So let me see. Let me I'm gonna look over here on the perfect soccer account for some questions as well to I've got two phones. Two I've got two phones. But I think my the perfect soccer one might might die on me here in a minute. I tried to charge it, but it didn't charge too well. So if it dies, um guys jump over to um the Quincy Marroquois account, and, I'll, and then I'll finish everything over here. Um, D. Lano, 17, said, did you ever struggle with your on-field confidence? If so, how did you deal with it? Oh. To be honest, that hasn't been something I've struggled too much with on the confidence side, because the way I've looked at it is saying, the way I've looked at it is... I believe in myself and I, I believe in the work I'm going to put in. So let's say, let's say, no, let me break that down. So confidence in my first touch, maybe my first touch is off for the day and I know that. So I'm not confident in my first touch, but what I'm always confident in is my willingness and ability to work as hard as I possibly can on every single play at every single time of the game. So uh, I like to speak a lot about the things that you can not control and the only thing you can control is yourself your attitude, and your effort. That's it. That's all you can control. You can't control the weather. You can't control the coach. You can't control the, the referees. You can't control the formation, your teammates, the the team you're playing against, the field, the conditions, the ball. Those are all out of your control. But I see a lot of players and people spending too much time thinking about the things that aren't within their control. So uh, focus on the things you can't control. And the one thing that you can know is if you're on the field and you say, you know what, I'm not feeling it today. I'm kind of tired. Maybe I'm out of shape. Maybe, uh... You know, I didn't sleep well. I didn't eat right. Whatever the whatever the case may be. Uh, the one thing you can control is how hard you work, and the fact that you won't give up on every single play. And I I promise you, if you if you maintain that mentality and you apply that with everything you do, over years and years and years, you are going to put yourself in a position to play at whatever level you want to play at. And um, I feel I can really speak to that because my goals were never to play professional soccer my goals were never to play college soccer um my goal was to play soccer every day as hard as I possibly can and never and always leave the field having no regrets as to the effort I left on the field I might not be happy or um I might not be happy with my performance personally or individually on the day but I would never be disappointed in the effort that I gave and that's just the philosophy I've applied to the game since I've been playing, and that's why I ended up getting to play college. That's why I ended up getting to play pro, and that's why I stayed continually uh, continuing to be a pro for what is my 10th year going into my 11th year professionally, because that has been my mentality this entire time. I I focus on what I can control and I put hundred percent of my effort and energy into that and that means I'm always confident in what I know I'm going to um give. So that was a good question and um you know hopefully that helps because I, I just I think a I see a lot of uh players, parents and coaches focus on the wrong things. And most of the time it's just they don't know they're focused on the wrong things. So sometimes it's just a little bit of a um a nudge of your perspective and, and get you on, on track. So you, so you know if you're really actually willing to put in the work necessary to, to get wherever it is you say you want to be in soccer. So that was a good one. So let's see. Um, K9hampton asked, how do you go about getting an agent out of college? Or do you recommend to get one to try to break into the pro scene? Okay, so that's a, that's a good question. But that really depends on the times. right? So when I was, when I was in college... And I went pro, and it's kind of similar to how it is now in MLS. And I'm only going to speak from the perspective of MLS, because I don't know uh, the other other leagues. But um, MLS is very standardized. So contracts are very straightforward. The league already has determined what you're worth, what your value is, and what they're willing to pay you. Um, so from that perspective, there's not much, there's not much wiggle room. Either direction, not until you really understand the league, not until you understand all the rules and not until you have a little bit of a CV or, you know, some experience that you can reference back to you. Do you really have any leverage in terms of contract negotiations with the league? If you're an American player. Now, if you have a foreign passport and you can go to another league and you can easily get a work permit or something like that, then that changes, uh... Quite a bit, right? That that gives you a lot more leverage. But for younger players, and you can tell with MLS, they're trying to sign younger and younger guys to these homegrown contracts. And that I can go down a whole nother rabbit hole when it comes to that. Um, but from from the standpoint of needing an agent, it's it's kind of it's it's split. What you're gonna get is pretty standard. So the agent isn't really going to do anything that I believe that will uh, I don't think the agent is going to do enough to justify taking a 5% of your year of your yearly paycheck and 20% of any endorsement deals that you get that are probably already signed with the league. I think the best agents, the ones have who have your best interest in mind when you're on minimum contracts or close to minimum contracts, especially in the league, who do not charge you you know, their, their goal should be to help you grow and to get you acclimated to the league and get you um, performing to the best of your ability with the idea that they want to be with you long term, right? I feel like they should be looking to get paid on the second contract, the next contract that they get you once they've, you know, built you some context, you have a resume, you have something that they can shop around uh, with you on. And also them showing that they're not just there to sign the contract and bounce, you know which I see a lot of agents doing so I think I think that happens because parents and players just don't understand what they should be paying attention to and why until they get burned right it's not until you know that you shouldn't have done it that you know that you shouldn't have done it right so um, so hopefully this helps a lot I think you should definitely be asking uh the agent a lot of questions about the rules of the league. There you go. You should be asking the agent a lot of questions about the rules of the league and getting an understanding of their understanding of the league. If they don't know, then do you really want them representing you? are they aligned with you for the long term? Do they Are they just here to, get to basically leech on to whatever money that you're making right now in the short term? And then once you sign that contract, you're never going to hear from them again? I think you should be very upfront with what your expectations of them are. Like, I think your agent should be helping you build your website. I think the first question the agent should ask you once he's signing you is saying, what do you want to do when you're done playing soccer? Right? Because I think that's what he should be working on to help align you with while you're playing through your career his job his or her job should be to educate you not only on um, on how the league works and the the legality side but they also should be marketing you and finding you endorsements or working with you to build your brand through your social media your website and connecting you with people um, and industries that align with your interests outside of soccer right Um, I do speak a lot to you about being very focused in and uh, focused on your craft, but I also think that being a professional soccer player, you have a lot of extra time that you need to be dedicating to planning for your post-career. Obviously, you hope that it's 10, 20 years later down the road, but as a testament, I blew my knee out just a year and a half ago. That was basically what would have normally been a career-ending injury. I was, uh, you know... I, I had a great rehab and a great program to get back, but that could have been it, right? And if I didn't start working on or planning to planning for my post-career until the injury happened, um, I'm already years and years behind. So I'm trying to set the example for you guys in terms of planning for post-career does not mean that you can't also focus on your actual career and, and do both things at once. And if someone tries to tell you that you can't do both, they're just projecting their own inability to do stuff on you, so ignore them, ignore them, blocking all the haters, that's a good question, that got deep, got real deep, let's see what we got, um, Delano said Atlanta, I said yeah, hey man, I'd be down to play in Atlanta, uh, taking... okay, uh, Edgar asks, what do you recommend, taking a full ride to a D2 university, or going to a D1 school, ooh, that's a good one, that is a good one, it comes down to if you're going to play. It really comes down to if you're going to play. Now, here's the thing. College, I believe, over the next couple of years, two, uh, f- 5, 10, 15 years, is going to become less and less relevant when it comes to getting into MLS. You can already see MLS is making the shift to their own to their own, sorry, um, academy programs, so they're only going to want to farm from there. Uh, eventually they'll still be taking college kids, but I, I feel like over the next five, ten years you're gonna see less and less of that. W- with that in mind, if you're kind of in between and you're talking about college, I think you're better off going to the school where you're gonna play. Um, D1's it's better to play at D2 and be a improve yourself and get a high enough level and transition to a D1 where then you could play as opposed to, Going to a D1 school and sitting on the bench the entire time. What's more important? What's most important of anything is getting games, getting minutes, and playing. the The level might not be as high as it is at the D1 level, but uh, getting no minutes at D1 or playing every minute at D2, I'd say D2 is better. Uh, what else would I say? It's also it's very similar to homegrown and academy players in MLS. Uh, the one thing that I'm I'm seeing and is is kind of difficult. And I, I understand both sides of it. MLS is trying to grow, and most people are trying to win right now. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Academy players and homegrown players, they need development, and they need games. There's no reserve league in the league anymore. I know they're trying to do partnerships with, like, USL and stuff like that. But if you're, you're signing those homegrown contracts, but you're not getting any games, you're not playing doing that for two, three years and all of a sudden being, you know, 20, 21 years old with four years professional experience, but no minutes played, no nothing. You just trained with a team. If the coach is gone, if the the technical staff changes and the new regime comes in, and they don't care about homegrown or they're not particular to you. I mean, what have you really set yourself up for, especially if you're an American player and you don't have a foreign passport? Uh, the older you get, the less, uh, the less they're interested in you overseas, especially if you don't have any games. And once you sign that professional contract, it's not like you can go back to D1 and get a full ride scholarship. So that one's tough. I, I, I'm of the mindset that if you're as good as you think you are, you can go to a D1 school. You'll play extremely well. And if you are as good as you believe you are or you will be as good as you believe you will be, you are to be, then you'll come out early as a Generation Adidas or at the very least you'll be drafted highly. And you'll still, you know, have time just like just like me, right? I came into the league at, 20, what, 20 years old after four years of college. And if if you're good enough, you'll stick around. If not, it, it won't work out. And not only if you're not good enough, I'm talking about good enough playing-wise, mentally prepared and understanding all of the ups and downs you're going to face. Uh, pro is a lot more than just being good enough on the soccer field. If it just came down to that... Uh, a lot of guys wouldn't play, and a lot of other guys would be playing. So if it if it was just that, uh, things would be much different. So here to, you know, just basically tell you the truth is all I'm here to do. Doesn't mean you have to agree with me or like it, but this is what I understand from my experience. So let me see. Let's hop back over here. Yo, what up, uh, JD Soccer fan? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. Yes, I'm. I'm ready for the upcoming year. Um, looking forward to it. Been doing a lot more. Started to do a. You know, I'm doing a lot more long-distance cardio training in this off-season than I have in previous years. The league is definitely changing. So, how I approach each year changes with the with the the level of players that are coming to the league. I mean, MLS is just getting good, man. There's a lot of talented players. There's a lot of. There's a lot of just new. A lot of new, a lot of different mindsets, a lot of different philosophies, and I'm just, I'm just soaking it up. It's been, it's been great for me. I'm, I'm, I'm very much someone who learns from watching others and seeing how they move and, and navigate, and it's been great for me because, it's just been, way more varying experiences. So, I'm loving it. Can I have a tryout with the earthquakes? I don't know, man. You got to go check out their website and see when they have that. Uh, Stefan said, did you leave Montreal? Well, I'm back in California now. So by that, yes, but, uh, my contract's up, so I'm a free agent. So we'll, we'll see if I'm able to negotiate a new deal with them. I know that they are, uh, having to, I think Vasily who, Vasily, who is the data analyst in San Jose. He's now, I, I forgot his official title in Montreal now, but he says they're, they're basically breaking down and understanding what they're Salary constraints and what their roster stuff, roster spots and all that stuff are. are. So we'll see if we can get something done. Uh, Frenchy, what up? I just had a mad level of deja vu, guys. What up, uh, Brian? Let's see. We got the perfect soccer account. Let's see over here as well, too. A lot more people. MLS fan, base, what up? Come to DC. Hey, man, you got the connection. Connect them. Let me know. I'll talk to him. <laughs> Let's see you wanna buy some wanna buy me some tickets please uh yeah, I'll buy you some tickets Zach I'll buy you some tickets if you shoot like a three minute perfect soccer commercial edit it make it look nice and then reshare it and post it and tag us in it you do that I'll buy you some tickets too game um. Canterra uh, could use another strike partner. <laughs> That'd be dope. I'm down. That's like I'm saying. I, hey, I'm a I'm a team player, guys. You guys know that. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to win the game. If I can do whatever I can to help the team win, if that means I have to score goals or I just work super hard and create chances for everybody else, then that's what I do. That's my job. Yo, what up, soccer Joey? How are you? Um, what's going on? Hey, man. Tor- okay, here you go, Ruben. Odarte um, said, "Hey man, I tore my ACL two weeks before my college tryout. Any advice on how to stay strong? Yeah, man. That kind of goes back to what I was saying a little bit earlier before as well too on the uh, on the the only thing you can control is your, you know, uh, how you how you react, your your attitude, and the effort that you put in. And um, it's funny. So I'll tell you when I." Uh, so I tore my ACL, my ACL, LC- my ACL, LCL, IT band, bicep femoris, so the the hamstring muscle, tore that from the bone, and the, my popliteus tendon. I think I'm saying that last one right. All uh, and on that single play against Kansas City two years ago. Maybe, or is it? Yeah, it's almost two years ago now. And uh, immediately knew I blew my entire knee up. But when I hit the ground... And I told everyone not to touch me because I was in excruciating pain. Uh, I started laughing to myself because I said, you know what, Quincy, here's your opportunity. Here's your chance to see if you actually believe all the stuff you're telling everybody else on the whole mindset and being positive and planning and, and, and believing that something bad, of from something bad, something good will come. And uh, that was the start of me getting to, you know, practice what I preach. And what I'll tell you is this. It's your perspective. Everything comes down to perspective. If you truly believe, um, not only believe that something good will come of it, but you're willing to work to make something good of from it. I think once step one is uh, having a belief in yourself and a, and something good will come from it. But then step two is actually taking action and doing something about it consistently over time. Right? I didn't I didn't say I didn't sit back, pray, and say, "Oh yeah, something good will come from this," and then sit on my butt for the next six months, nine months. No, I said something will good Good will come of this, and I'm going to put in the work for however long I need to put the work in for something good to come from it. So to kind of put that together, it's, it comes down to the perspective you take, man. You can sit and be and feel sorry for yourself and feel like the world's against you, and it's unfair, and everyone else has it easy, and you, know, you can feel sorry for yourself. You can have a pity party. Everyone can have a pity party. You know why? Because it's super easy to have a pity party right it's super easy if 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 having a pity party and feeling sad for yourself and feeling down on yourself and giving up was was hard would you do it no you wouldn't you wouldn't and the things that are hard to do are the things you should be doing because they they make you grow and they make you better and and sometimes it doesn't work out how you think it will but it it can it will work out for the best if you if you if you're willing and able, no, more not able, like if you're, if you're willing to put in the work over a long enough period of time, you're going to find success in some capacity. So mindset all comes down to the mind, right? Build, build up, build yourself up mentally. And I guess that's a good, that's a good transition into our book. So if you're just joining the live, head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com book and download a free copy of the Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, Master of the Nikes and Soccer Success. The first chapter that we speak about is mentality because I think above anything and everything else, mentality is the most important aspect of anything. I'm not even talking about, not just soccer off the field, uh, soccer confidence, but personal confidence, excuse me, um, you know. Achieve, goal setting, goal achieving, and everything in between. If you, if you don't build on a solid foundation, no matter what you build, it's going to crumble. So uh, building the mind first. Uh, but, you know, sorry to hear about your injury, man, and uh, keep putting in that effort and energy, and I know you'll be back soon. What's the best? Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well... How would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with B Pro Mentality. Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash Pro. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Uh, Jordan, Alves, Jordan Alves said, uh, what is the best piece of advice you've ever got? Uh, best piece of advice... That's a good one. (laughs) To be honest, the best piece of advice I ever got was when I, I, uh, when was I? I was thirteen. I think I was like thirteen years old. I got up one morning. I remember. I looked in the mirror and I went, and I said, "You know what? I'm never gonna let anyone tell me what I can or can't do, or what I can or what I am or am not capable of." I said can or can't do, I remember what I said in my mind, but what I really meant was like what I am or not uh, capable of, and I think that was the best piece of advice that I just stuck to, and the reason why I did that is I said, no one's going to believe, well, very few people will believe that you're capable of doing anything that they can't do themselves, so that right there means a lot of people aren't going to believe that you can do what you, you think you can or what you could if you just believed in yourself, but more importantly, I was willing to do the work to prove to myself I could do whatever it is that I wanted to do, and more. And to that end, I really want to help others have that same level of self-belief and self-confidence. And uh, yeah, if you you check out the uh, the Perfect Soccer website, you'll see that our goal is to create 10 million self-sufficient, uh, goal-oriented, focused individuals. Because that's that's really my goal. I just want you to know that you are all you need to. Accomplish anything that you want to accomplish in life, right? You just have to be focused on learning the the skills necessary to achieve whatever goals you want to achieve and be willing to just do the work So if you're willing to do the work and to be open-minded and learn Then I'm willing to do everything I can to hopefully provide you with enough resources insight and and guidance in What we've got going on to help you uh, to help you achieve your goals, so Yeah You are all you need. That's it. No matter what, where you are, your environment can change. It could, people could not believe in you. They can doubt you. They can have whatever they need to say. But that doesn't matter because you're focused. You're focused on on what you want to do and you will get there. Let's give it, um, let's see. Okay, uh... So said, thanks for the advice. Uh, how do you feel about NAIA players making it pro in the USL or possibly the MLS? Uh, if, if you could give me more context so I could I could better answer that. I don't know exactly what it is you're asking. Um, as a parent, when is it a good idea to have child move from a club to the next level? Uh, so, Jackie Monet, Monet um, oh, I think you're still on. As a parent, when is the good... When is it a good idea to have a child move from a club to the next level, um, from their current club to another club? Uh, I need a little bit more context on that. Um, I need a little bit more context so I could I could best answer that question. Uh, in general, because in view, uh, there's a lot of people, there's a couple people on the live, and they're asking a lot of stuff, so I might miss what it is. But I'd say, in general, the goal is to push yourself enough to where it's not easy, right? But not to the point that you can't learn, right? So it's it's trying to find that. So you wanna you wanna steadily rise, right? You don't want to go up too fast and you don't want to plateau being too low. You want to kind of find that sweet spot. So if, if there's a top and a bottom, you're trying to stay within it, right? So you want to challenge yourself enough to where you're motivated to continue to, to go forward and you can see progress, but not so much to the point that um, you are now, uh, you're no longer challenged and it's, and it's you're actually plateauing. So if, if you're kind of at that point and it also depends on the point at which you're most open and wanting to to push yourself. what level do you want to get to? How do you want to get there? Um, and Yeah, that, I mean that's a very very specific question and it, it, if I have more context, I could answer that specifically to you, but that would be my general basis and then from there we could I could get more specific. So I am Ronaldo. Say San Jose, Cali. <laughs> yo, what up, uh, Brian? Red Bulls. Uh, 48 said, How can we get an autographed jersey? Well, I know MLS isn't, doesn't sell my jersey, so I, I've always partnered with like the Kitmans at our at our whatever club I'm at, so they could buy some extra jerseys and then make them for me. So if you're wanting to buy one of my jerseys, I uh, I uh, I get them made and I sign them and send them out to you. So just send me. Um, Send me a DM and then I can send you. I actually need to just make a link so people can just go and buy the jersey directly. Uh, Manny Perez, what up, bro? How you doing, man? I don't know if you're still on, but what's up, MLS fan base? Hey, MLS fan base is on both both lives right now. Let's see where we got. Lay. Oh man, we got. Oh gosh, you guys know I super fall behind. Oh jeez, there's a lot. You guys know I fall behind on the on the live stuff. We get going. I need to start having like a moderator, someone who joins in on me with this and like checks out the questions and starts asking me questions. I should have do, I should I should have done that. What is your goal in soccer and achievements? that... okay, Kev uh, Kev asked, "What is your goal in soccer and achievements that you've accomplished?" Ah, oh, that's a good one. So, one one of my main goals in soccer was just to be to prove people wrong that. I could, I could be pro as long as I want to be pro. So like that was one of my goals. And I feel I've greatly accomplished that goal from that standpoint. Um, but more importantly, uh, my soccer goals were to use, I came in as a pro understanding that a lot of guys are just focused on pro soccer, which is fine. And I think, um, you know, I think, I think that that's one strategy. That's a tactic. That's, that's something that, that works for some guys. For me, I know if I had focused solely on soccer, I wouldn't have enjoyed soccer as much as I have, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have accomplished as much as I have. Um, for me, the doing the things outside of soccer and building for my future and planning for my future actually makes me more committed and focused on soccer because I know if I'm going to do those things, I have to perform on the field. So it, it's actually created a lot of motivation for me to make sure that I'm doing what's necessary to. Uh, be up to date on all the rules and what's going on. Understand what it is that I need. You know, represent myself, which I've been my own agent for the last five years, six years now. Like uh, a player union rep, a player representative. So I think like all of those things I've I've been a part of and done on top of the things that I've done outside of soccer while playing. And um, I just I really when I came to the league, I wanted to use my career as kind of a proof of concept to show guys that they can be focused on post-career, they can be building things outside of soccer, and that still doesn't take away from their abilities on the field or what it is they're doing. I, feel, I I just wanted, my goal was to show that you could do both. And I know throughout the time that I've done it, you know, some people think I should have done stuff differently or I, whatever. But the the thing is, I really don't care. And since i don 't care it doesn 't matter, and i 'm going to do what I want, which is which was the theme show of Quincy Time. if any of you guys ended up watching any Quincy Time episodes back when I was with chicago it 's my time it 's my show I do what I want, and it 's my life i 'll do what i want it 's my career i 'll do what I want, and that 's what I wanted to do and I feel like i've i 've accomplished many of the goals that i 've set out to achieve in soccer uh, and built a lot of great relationships and met a lot of people and networked and I'm I'm looking forward to you know the rest of my soccer career but more more importantly the things that I I'm going to be I'm able to do like this we're doing lives we're doing you know I'm able to talk to you guys live here on my channel and hopefully help you learn from the things that I had to learn on my own just you know pounding my head on the pavement to figure stuff out and how it worked I can kind of help you guys hopefully overcome obstacles or be better prepared for obstacles when they come your way. Because one thing is you're not going to avoid it. You're going to run into coaches who don't believe in you. You're going to run into parents who are difficult, players who don't believe in you, systems that suck, uh, agents who take advantage of you. Uh, uh, Man, the number of obstacles you're going to face along the way are infinite, right? But you need to be mentally prepared for those things so you know what you're willing to do once you face them. And I'm hopefully doing the best I can to best prepare you guys for that. So you prepare yourselves because no one's going to accomplish your goals for you, but you. And if you don't accomplish your goals, uh, I'm here to tell you not to blame anyone other than yourself, right? You are, you will get where you want to go based on what you are willing or not willing to do. And if you're in a more difficult situation than someone else, then you have to learn more and figure it out. It's as simple as that. No one's going to feel sorry for you. And, and yeah, it might be super unfair. And it might not be right. But you can't change the system until you learn the system you're in. You learn how to still make it work within the system. And then once you learn all of it, when you're in charge or you're in control, then you can change it. right? But you can't change it uh, in it complaining. Even if even if that's wrong, so like it's not for me. I'm it's not even that It's not that I don't understand different people have it much more difficult than others the is saying If you can't change it, then you have to figure out how to make it work for you And I don't want I don't want excuses to be the reason why you didn't figure out what you needed to do to accomplish your goals Because I know I I believe in you and I believe you have the ability to figure it out So get creative <clears throat> Let's see. Um, uh, 1D Dezembro said, All is perfect. We are 1D Dezembro, the oldest club in Portugal, funded in 1880. We are developing great soccer programs based on tactical, uh, develop players and coaches. Awesome. Hey, reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you through the Perfect Soccer account. See, there you go. The power of social media. It's crazy, guys. Um, Ruben, no problem. Uh, happy, happy to help. How long have I been on? You guys know me. I can, I can go on forever. As long as you guys are, um, do you, uh, Jordan said, do you analyze games? And if so, how many times a week? Here's the thing. I'll tell you, you want to be a student of the game and you want to watch as many games as you possibly can with, uh, with the, not as an eye of a fan, but as the eye of a, of a student to learn, right? Um. I personally learn the best in the moment in games. When I'm watching games, I watch as a student. So I'm watching positionally movement off the ball in certain players. But I'm not a huge fan of soccer. So I don't, I don't really watch soccer for fun. If I'm watching it, I'm watching it to learn. And I learn most watching it on the field live and in person. But that's not to say that other people don't learn differently. So um, I very much much suge- suggest you watch as much soccer as you can, but with the uh, with a with a learning eye, not a fan eye. Fan means you're just watching the ball and where things are going on. A learning eye is watching like a specific player, uh, their movement, how they're checking their shoulder, what spaces they're looking at, what spaces they're moving into, um, how they're moving up and down from the field within the system that they're in Uh, there's a lot of different things you can watch and how you can watch the game so like I said and I always say everything comes down to perspective both yours and the perspective you're taking on those around you and your ability to learn from the perspective of others helps you see things you haven't personally seen through your own personal experience so that's why I'm a big uh, advocate of the quality of questions that you ask yields the quality of life that you have yes that is that yes that's really what it is the better your questions get uh the better the answers you receive and the more knowledgeable you become and the faster you move and the faster you can make mistakes and learn from them and grow so the 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 better you can get at asking questions the the more you can learn in a less less amount of time so i'd say that that's been one thing that i've if I had to think back as to like what I've developed, the skill that I've developed has allowed me ha- has allowed me to maybe watch a much less soccer than most of my friends have, but learn way more because yeah, it's easier to like. So if you've watched a game, I can ask you questions based on how you watch the game and what you learned from watching it. And then based on the answers you give me lets me know the perspective you had while watching the game. So I can learn way more from the questions I ask you than, than, um, and also about you than actually watching it myself. So, um, Let's see what we got here. Uh, T. Nelson said, Quincy, uh, would you come to Seattle Sounders? Yeah, man. The offer was there and it made sense. I'd be down to play in Seattle. Um, Frenchie said, keep doing this. This helps so much. Of course. Um, at least weekly, guys. And then, like I said, make sure you're following the at perfect underscore soccer account. Uh, Ross goes on there every day, daily as well, too. So, like, um, Ross is my right-hand man. We played together in 2010 on the MLS Cup championship team. So, um, he there's no better person that I, I could put you in contact with than him. Um, <laughs> to shut up and come back to the shy. <laughs> yeah, man, I like Chicago. Chicago's a good time. Uh, Jordan said, where are the vlogs at? You know, guys, I'm... I don't know on the vlogs. I think I have at least enough content for like one more. I've been getting all this stuff together with the Perfect Soccer account and everything and that's why I haven't um, been doing the vlogs very much, but you know uh i don't know the teams that I'll go to if they'll be down for the vlogs and then more importantly the vlog is something that only really works if you if if you've got like good relationship with the guys in the locker room so you know if i'm just showing up to a new locker room with all guys that i don't know and i'm holding a camera in their face it, excuse me and recording them and stuff that doesn't that doesn't really fly when you're first meeting somebody so uh we'll see We'll see if I'll end up doing a little bit more, but at the very least, I know at least we got a whole like one whole season, so you guys could at least see uh, my year with uh, San Jose Earthquakes and kind of behind the scenes, which I thought was, which I thought was really cool. I really think in like three to five years, people are then going to really realize and be like, "Yo, you know what? That Quincy Marquardt guy, he was really far ahead of his time. Uh, he was on to something. Maybe we should have been listening to him a little bit earlier." But you know what? That's that's what happens. That's going to be great in the future when I cut this clip from here and uh, reference that. But, and Pat Marquise27 said, Quincy, it would be awesome to meet you and get an autograph one day. Well, hey, come out to our game, and you know I'll sign some stuff, take some photos and stuff and everything. So happy to see you. Uh, Playboy bartender said, What do you, th- uh, what do you th- thonk? I know the eyes... Turn to O's, but you meant, what do you think is better for a development for a youth, AYSO leagues or club? I'm going to have to go with club. AYSO is fun, uh, at least from when I went through th- went through that system, AYSO is much more like um, rec league or for a fun league. Um, club, club is, most cases in most instances, uh, more serious in terms of uh, development and, and, um, in competition so I'd stick to that never stop taking do you analyze oh, nope, I already read that one let's see all right guys yeah I'll hang out like five five more minutes five ten more minutes answer a couple more questions if you got them do you remember you took me to my friend s uh, sj Jose for said do you remember me you took me and my friend to in and out and dropped us off yeah after a game when I was walking to my car you, got, you and your friend had asked for a ride to in and out so we, we gave you a ride. I probably, probably shouldn't do that, but, you know, you need a ride, so I gave you one. Uh... uh let me see. Al, underscore Allie G08 said, Bro, you said you'd follow me if I subscribed to your channel. I'm the guy from the sideline during the Cali Classico. I thought you'd follow through with it, even message you on IG. I actually remember you guys at the Cali Classico uh, when I was telling you guys to go follow me on YouTube. But I also remember I did not say that I would follow you back on Instagram. So, yeah, no, I did not say that. But, let me see... Send me another message, and I'll, I'll have uh, some Perfect Soccer. I'll send you some uh, Perfect Soccer gear, and if you record in that and do, like, a shout-out um, or some, do some of our training that Ross puts together, we'll give you an official follow, both on my account and the Perfect Soccer account. Let me see. Um, Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, uh, Christy. you hey, what up, Christy? Uh, Christy said, who was the hardest defender you ever went against? And Jack asked me. So Jack's out in uh, Philly. What up, Jack? Um, hardest defender I played against. You know, um, Heimason Alave. Yeah. Alave, yeah. That dude... That dude was a monster. He had to be like 235 pounds, and ran like a 4 two forty and was just a monster. Uh, that was always a battle with him. I, I I enjoyed. So if you've watched any of my games, like I like to, I like to battle. I like to play with my back to goal, and I like to fight. So I liked playing against Alave. He he was um he was athletic. He was strong. He was a difficult guy to play against. So was um. So was uh, oh man, what? I always I always blank on his name. Oh man, there were some big defenders back when I first came into the league, and those guys were uh, Ugo Ahemelu. Huh. yeah, he was he was. Go look up, see if you guys can look up some and find some stuff of those guys. Those guys were monsters. Um, Chad Marshall back in the day was was a beast as well too. Um, and then I still, I I still like playing against Waston. I like fighting and battling Waston. So, go, go tell him that, uh, I'm looking, I think he just signed with Cincinnati. So, hopefully, uh, I'll get to battle him a little bit more next year. I always enjoy, I always enjoy that fight with him. So, good question. Douglas said, Zlatan has requested me in LA. Uh... We'll see. I'll talk to uh, to Zlatan later. We'll we'll figure something out. What do you recommend I do? Uh, Skyler said, what do you recommend I do to be a better soccer player? Well, I recommend you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. Download the digital copy of our book for free. Read that book in its entirety. That alone is going to help you a lot. Then take notes as you're reading that book and write down any questions you have that I don't already answer in the book. And then I want you to take those notes and also when you download the book, you can, uh, you'll get a link to join our private Facebook group. And once you join that fi- private Facebook group, I want you to take those notes and all those questions and I want you to drop them in the Facebook group. And guess what? I will take all of those and I will answer all those questions that you have for you. So like I said, if you're willing to invest in yourself and invest in your future and do a little bit of work, I'm willing to help and invest in you. So if you do those things uh that is what I will do for you, so I know that will help you be a better player. You've just got to put in the work um okay, so let's see all right i'll get i'm um, like I think I said I'd be out here like five or ten more minutes uh like five or ten minutes ago so I'll say a couple couple questions then I'm out uh Adam asks, how do you switch from college to m l s uh, there's a lot that goes into it, but let me generalize it. The difference between college and the difference between pros is money. That is the biggest difference. Um, it is the only main difference, but that difference creates many, many different other problems, issues, and perspectives that you have to take on it. College, everyone, everyone's there because, uh, they want to win, but the team is more important. For everything, because no one, no one can make more or less than anybody else. No one's trying to win this game for their livelihood or, you know, to put food on the table. And that's what kind of makes college so special and why it's so much fun, because, because of that. Money's introduced once you go pro. And once money's introduced, everything changes. Uh, because not only, not only the money aspect... But the 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 difference in age, age range is huge as well too, but the way in which you are treated is the same, or the way you should approach it should be the same. So what do I mean by that? So like, if you're 16 years old and you go pro, let me set the let me set it more this way. If you're 16 years old and you're going on pro or, and you're going on trial with a professional team, right? From the perspective of the players and stuff, there, you know, hey, you're just a kid, you're on trial, you're playing whatever, you know. Sometimes that 16 year old Hey, they feel confident, hey, I'm playing with pros, this is awesome, I'm doing good, you know, I'm doing moves and doing all this and that and the other, and they're feeling very confident and everything's great. Okay, once that player signs, he is now a professional. And now when he shows up, he might have that confidence and stuff, but the guy next to him is looking at him who's 27 and goes, hey, you're not taking my spot, right? And now he's he's playing way harder, maybe he's playing dirtier he's fighting harder like the game has changed for that that kid now that it's pro uh, and it's something he couldn't see until he becomes a pro and that's when you're like you're you're, you're thrown into the lion's den really because now we see how you react when um, you aren't just the kid who's here on trial or training you're now a pro, just like everybody else, and you're expected to to compete at a certain level day in and day out. And maybe when you're 16, you're the best kid on your team, and you could slack off on certain plays. And if you didn't want to train, it didn't really matter, and you could come and go as you please. But when you're a pro, maybe you're the best training. You're the best player at training for two or three weeks in a row, but you don't get a single minute. How do you handle that, right? Do you crumble? Uh, maybe you're used to being the best player on the team, and now you're you're not you're not even in the running to be involved in training let alone be involved in the game right like i've seen guys like crumble with that you know they're they're used to being the starting guy on their team now they're pro they barely they they don't even make the training squad they're doing drills and stuff on the sideline for like three four five weeks two three months like do you have the mental strength and capacity to deal with uh training for four months on the sideline to get your opportunity to train t- once a week with the with the team to, and do that for two or three years before you get a chance to train full-time with the team to then do that for two or three more years before you get an opportunity to play uh, in a game. like That's the level of commitment you have to have to have a chance at playing if you aren't the number one or top five highest recruited players right now, right? And even for those guys, they still have to deal with and face the things that I just... I just explained, so I mean, there's so many layers and levels to it, and um, levels of understanding you don't get to until you kind of you're thrown into the lion's den, and then from there it's a matter of like, do you have what it takes? And it's either you you make it or you or you crumble, you know. Um, but that was a good question. Um, Lucas said, "Do you want to play in the Europa League or Champions League?" To be honest, no. I've never had any real desire to play. Overseas. I mean, I'd be willing to play overseas, but I I never watched any like Champions League and uh, I don't know uh, all the other leagues. (laughs) I've never watched them. So most of my teammates, most of my teammates get pretty mad at me because I don't know a lot of stuff that should be like common knowledge for a professional player or for someone who watches soccer. But like I've said, I don't I don't really watch soccer. I play soccer. And um, that's just how it's always been for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be down to play. Uh, but I haven't had any, like, that's never been, like, a goal of mine. Uh, what do you think is better, AYSO club or leagues, for a kid to start or grow? Well, I think it depends on the age that you're at, but it's always great to start at AYSO. I feel like boom, 10 years old and younger, and then if, as they're, like, 8, 9, 10, you can tell, like, they're wanting to take it seriously and get into it. Then I think um, you want to get them to a, uh, to the best club that you can if you can afford it and you're able to do that, um, and then go from there. But I think the kid should be the one that kind of determines what their what their path is, and you just give them the resources that they need so they can they can uh, accomplish it. Yeah. So ah, I forgot Instagram Live makes you can't uh, end your whole thing at an hour, so once the timer comes up, I'll call it. I'll call it a, a night. Uh, Jordan said, "What are your top three striker attributes? What separates you from an amateur striker?" Oh, okay, that's a good one. I'd say my top three attributes are um, my hold-up play with my back to the goal, uh, my work ethic, work ethic, and effort, and then um, my ability to help make my teammates better. So I'd say those are my three, the three things that that I think set me apart. From most players, and is a big reason why I've been able to to be in the league for as long as I have, uh, and just play pro as long as I have. Um, and then, what separates you from a from an amateur striker? I'd say, obviously, the level of those three things sets me apart as from the amateur striker. But I think the most important thing that sets me apart from an amateur striker is uh, the mental strength. I think um, most amateur players just do not have the mental the mental ability to deal with and handle the the pressure and stress, uh, the pressure and stresses of playing at the professional level and also performing at a high level, um, as well as being able to play consistently consistently at a high level. Um, I, I see a lot of players. Let's say out of ten, a player can plays like a nine at or a ten, a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten. But in 10 games, they only play a 9 out of 10 and 10 out of 10, like, 2 games. And then 5 games, they're like a 1 or a 2. And then the other, the other 3, 4 games, they're, you know, a 4 or 5. Whereas I feel um, the, the players that stick around a long time out of 10 games, maybe they'll have a game where they're an 8 or a 9 out of 10, right? They'll have, like, 2 games where they're an 8 or 9 out of 10. And then, like, 7 games where they're a seven out of ten, and they might have one game where they're a, uh, um, they might have one game where they're a uh, six out of ten, but that's it. So it's all about uh, playing at a an above average level consistently for a long period of time. I think that's really what sets the pros from the amateurs, because everyone can have one good game, or one good game every ten, but can you put together a consistent uh, work? Uh, resume and output over time. So yeah, I'm in the last minute here. I think my other phone just died on the Perfect Soccer account. Uh, Paulo said, "Love the way you play. You you play with talent, but uh, much heart and dedication. Appreciate the season. Hey, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, I'll uh, I'll have to wrap it up. I'll have to wrap it up there. Uh, I really appreciate everyone joining in on the call. Like I said, uh, this is on my personal account. Make sure you go follow the at uh, Perfect underscore Soccer account. Turn off. Turn on push notifications because I'll be going live over there way more often and frequently than I go on live here. Um, I just know that most people didn't maybe didn't really know about that. Also, make sure to check out the conspiracy story that I did. That was fun. And head over to perfectsoccerskills.com/book to get a free copy of my book. Uh, I'm really I'm really looking forward to helping you guys accomplish your soccer goals. Thanks again, Troy Soccer. Thank you. I'll see you guys soon, uh, Danny. Uh, You're my idol. Do you think I could still make it? I'm 17. I started giving my uh, a month ago. I mean, it's going to be difficult. You could do it. It just depends on where you are developmentally. So definitely get a copy of the book, and that will help at least get it started. And like I said, once you go through the book, take notes, write down your questions, and then join the Facebook group. Send your questions in there, and I'll help out uh, specifically. Thanks again, guys, and I will see you you <sharp inhale>